Talofalava. You're listening to a core education Tatai Ahoro podcast. Fakalofalahi atu, malo ilelei. Talofalava, malo lisoifu, malangi e mama. It's my privilege and pleasure to host another Pacific podcast on behalf of core education. And today's speaker is a young man by the name of Mr. Adrian Hipper. And on that note, I'd like to welcome Adrian to our podcast today. Mālo. Mālo. Hello, Fleiatu. Really, thank you for having me on. Today, I'm looking forward to the podcast and, you know, just sharing some of my thoughts. Mālo. Mālo, mālo. Can you just introduce yourself and, and tell us a bit about yourself? I know you come from New from New Wayne Heritage. Can you just enlighten us uh, or listeners a bit about yourself? Thank you, thank you for the introduction and, and a bit about yourself and, and your journey. And as you know, Pacifica people, it is about a journey, a journey from Aotearoa, uh, from the islands to Aotearoa and vice versa. So today, um, I'd just like to, our Talanoa conversation will be based around this question. What are your thoughts on Aotearoa New Zealand histories and the impact it has had on you from a new way and perspective for that Pacifica lens? It's important, you know, New Zealand is quite diverse in its history and sometimes our history is very dark and we've had some tra- tragedies along the way. And I remember in primary school, they were learning about the different tragedies that were happening around New Zealand, the history of New Zealand. You know, and I remember vivid stories about the Wahine sinking in the Wellington Harbour. I remember about the Napier earthquakes. I, I remember, I remember like stories that people would tell about our New Zealand history. And I remember as a kid, and even as I get a little bit older now, you know, people don't tell the story of, 
you know, the Pacific story mm. of, you know, the Pacific history yes. of, you know, Pacific here in New Zealand, which I think it's, a, which I think and I believe is really important part of our, our makeup. What we do find now is, if we look at our statistics, a lot of our Pacific and New Zealand-born multi-ethnic and the young, fast-growing, and our minister, Peter always talks about it, and a lot of them don't have a really good understanding of their own history, uh, our own stories of Pacific. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really important to talk about some of the impact of the, the our Pacific stories, and I can even relate back to the stories of the dawn raids and the era of a lot of our Pacific weren't welcome. You know, how many of our Pacific people know that story as well? But even from a Niuean person who was majority, like for myself, was raised here, you know, the story of the 150 men, of Niuean men who left the shores of Niue to come fight a war that wasn't theirs, who never worn shoes before, who weren't exposed to cold climates, who wasn't exposed to different food, you know. People don't understand the history of Niuean people as well. So those are probably the stories that I wish, you know, our, we get to tell a lot of our uh, histories to a lot of our Pacific peoples, especially our young people, so they understand where we have come from, to appreciate where they are now and where they will be going. Because I know for me, that's a big part of my makeup, big part of who I am. That's a big part of, you know, understanding my history as a Pacific, but also more importantly as a Nguyen. And, uh, you know, and I think working here at the ministry has really given me that opportunity to connect. When I came to the ministry and the Nguyen people were telling me, you know, that I found out there are four members of my family, well, five members, I said four, five members from my family went to war for Nguyen. Four, four brothers from my dad's side, Oh, wow. And then one from my my mother's side all went to war. You know, these guys didn't know anything, but they answered a cry, a plea from the New Zealand government to come and support them in a war that wasn't there. So, you know, what does that do for me? And that really just, you know, really embeds that. I'm really proud to be New and the courage that they showed to go to a war that wasn't theirs, to fight. You know, it just really gives me, just gives me strength. And it just makes me really proud to every time, you know, the ANZAC comes around, I get to tell that story as well. Mm. I tell that story to my, to my boys, uh, you know, and they continue to tell that story. And my boys are really proud. You know, they're proud they know that ANZAC, you know, tell the stories as well. You know, that story needs to be told. So that's just an example uh, of the importance of telling those history because the next generation, they don't hear it. And if they don't hear it, they won't know it. And they won't be done something just to really be really proud of. My two cents also just in terms of, yeah, in terms of New Zealand histories. Thank you, Mano. Especially for, like you spoke about, uh, coming from the Pacific and then adapting to a new culture, let alone coming to Aotearoa, New Zealand to do their training, where they're wearing shoes and the, and the climate and, and getting used to the, the cold weather here. But also as a small nation, 150 young men that have left their families to come and, you know, like you said, not sure of what, what, what is this war with, why are we fighting in this war? So that's really important. Now, I understand uh, uh, your surname, Hipa, and you, you um, obviously you must have a, a few family that um, have close ties in terms of serving in, in political in the mm. political sector. Would you like to elaborate on your um, the family, the political sector serving and maybe those ties with Aotearoa? 
Yeah, I currently have my uncle Richard, Honourable Richard De Keeper, who serves as a member of Parliament in Newair, and my uncle's a long-serving member of the Newair community in Newair. He's had a long history of service to Telecom, uh, to our village in Newair, and it just made it just made sense. The next logical step for him was to serve in government, which he was really successful. And unfortunately, my for my uncle, you know, even though you get the the most, you know, get the most votes by the people, it comes to when you're in government, uh, you know, members get to select. And unfortunately for him, he lucked out. But mm. I think for my uncle, he knows that, uh, you know, he had the votes of the people. So he's sick at the moment and he's un- unable to fulfil his duties. But, you know, if that goes to show that my uncle do, can do something like that and serve our people and go to serve in government, then maybe that's an aspiration for someone like me who's New Zealand-born, who has aspirations to go back to the rock and serve there as well. So, But I also have family members who, you know, my cousin Marcus, Hipper, who's currently a an artist, uh, you'll get to see some of his work online. He's you know he's doing some really good work in the art space, and he's having a lot of shows and displaying story of Newey and his language and his culture through his art. Mm. And then you've got my cousin who's in the force. He's, you know, he's working in the force as well, in the police force. So, yeah, 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 there's heaps of us heapers around. And Super. I'd like to think, you know, we'll be successful in, in our chosen fields as well. Mm. Thank you for that, Milo. How is the Niuei community and Aotearoa, how are they uh, placed at the moment? And any sort of goals, aspirations for, for them here in Aotearoa? given that you um, are part of the Ministry for Pacific People? What I find in my time here at the Ministry, you know, working in the last eight years, the new community, especially if you're New Zealand-born and uh, your parents have come here, they're also New Zealand-born, but they're not as connected to the language and the culture as, you know, obviously our dear parents came here and they came here to work for better opportunities and they left their language culture at home. They have their kids and then they have their kids. And what we do find is that a lot of those kids who are New Zealand-born who are disconnected to the island has this real uh, sense of trying to find who they are. And, and you get to, uh, you only have to look at Polyfest, a lot of those kids who participate in Polyfest. Yeah, there might be kind of different ethnicities, but those new ends and they really, have this sense of pride or trying to find that sense of pride of who they are and what I find in my time is people especially our new people are trying to find out you know who they are their own new identity you know where do they come from where does their family lineage come from you know who are they and I know personally for myself when I came to here to the ministry I knew that was an area of my culture that I needed to be strengthened and what was really beautiful for me was a lot of our new communities here in New Zealand, you know, you tell them who you are, you know, you, you know, at the start of the podcast, I introduced myself and how you I said, this is who I am. So those listeners will hear me. They will be able to identify, oh, okay, I know your mum, I know your dad, et cetera, et cetera. The community help you. You know, they help you to identify your lineage, that, you know, they tell stories of your parents, your grandparents. And I know for me, that was really solidifying, it was really grounding for me to know that, you know, these people know who I am. They know who my parents and my family were. They were good people, they were kind people. And the same kindness that they show my parents and my family showed these people is the same kindness that they showed me. 
and by supporting me and, and, and giving me and affing me and ensuring that I knew my lineage. And man, that's the beautiful thing about it, you know, about the new community as well. So my own personal take of new people living here in New Zealand, that they're trying to connect to their language, they're trying to connect to their culture. And I know a lot of the people in New Zealand will I always encourage them to go home, go back to New Year, go mm. back to the village, go back and smell the smell New Year, smell the ocean breeze, take in the heat, you know, eat the food, be grounded in the land because there's nothing like it. And it's, unless you go back there and you experience it and you see the people, then you will understand what it means to be a new land. So, yeah, that's that's my own personal journey, but that's also my journey in, in working with our communities mm. up and down New Zealand, especially those from New Zealand born. Maro, maro. And, and like you said, the whakahau niwe and the language is very important. And mm. I know here, and in, in, especially here in Auckland, there's a lot of work done in, with the whakahau niwe in schools to really strengthen the language because, as you know, language and culture are very key in sustaining that for our next generations and further generations. And also for those that live here in Aotearoa that may not be as familiar with uh, the language and the culture. Just in closing, thank you for your time. Any final thoughts you'd like to leave through this Taranoa today is Aotearoa New Zealand history taught in schools. So there's some really important content that's going in there. So is there any closing thoughts you'd like to deliver before we finish? I personally love history, you know, history tells the story of where we have come from. And, you know, we've got the New Zealand history, we've got the Pacific history of the Dawn Rage, which is important that we tell that story because not a lot of them know about it. And I know personally for myself, when I see Tingi Ness, who's a proud New Way, yes, but also yeah. political activist, he's someone that's champion. He's a proud New Way. Even though we are New Zealand and we are Pacific, but we have these New Way people who are in places of influence and in places of change. And, you know, we need to tell those stories of these people. One being Tingi Ness, who's a political activist in a time of a challenging time in New Zealand history. He was in the forefront and leading the way. And then Niue warrior spirit at that time. We also want to talk about the success of our Niue people. In time, we've only had three knighthoods that are awarded to three Niueans. Two of them are passed on, two of them premiers of Niue. And now we've got, got a medical practitioner mm-hmm. practicing in a new community leader in Sukhalan to Kutoma who's you know a big advocate for new people, new big advocate for Mangao Niwe. You know, people are like him, we need to tell the story of where he's come from. But most importantly look at look at our own new history. You know, the 150 men that left needed shores of Niwe to come and serve in a war. Uh, there wasn't theirs who died along the way, died in sea, died overseas, and some of them didn't make it home. You know, tell the stories of Hector Larson's and the impact that it had on our history. And New Zealand High Commissioner, they were slaughtered by New England people, you know, and look at the histories of that. And, you know, that's really important that we continue to tell those stories. I think there's the New Zealand history, there's the Pacific history, but then in that Pacific history, those different nuances like the New history, the New history connection to New that's really important to tell because that kind of part of people's identity is new ways that live here. So that would probably be my own encouragement if you're not as connected. Uh, you know, you have a look around, you know, talk to the new way communities that are out there. I'm happy to be available to talk to people as well if you're trying to find out. I'm happy to have a ton of noise as well. So 
I'm hoping that this podcast will, you know, just inspire some need to, you know, connect. And I'm happy to be there, connected as well. So that's probably my own, mm. uh, my couple of cents just to end the podcast. I'm really, you know, thank you for this opportunity to share my story and my thoughts in relation to the, the histories you wear and, and bring a proud son of you. So, hey, Niko Pakalatapune, Thank you. Thank you, Malo Vavtaya. Adrian, for your time uh, today, and we sincerely ask that God continues to bless you in your work, and especially as you move into your new journey in terms of your employment here in Aotearoa. And then on that note, I'd like to say thank you very much. Mālo. You've been listening to a Co-Education Tātai Ahorau podcast.